Welcome to All the Extra Points with Max and AP. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you like the segment. Give us a like, share, and follow. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. This is All the Extra Points podcast by Max and AP. We're going to go ahead and get us started here. This is our first ever episode trying to do this. We're just going to have some fun with it. Remind you, we have nothing to do or nothing to no idea what we're even talking about when it comes to working a podcast. We're really just sitting here, two guys talking, having a drink together. And yeah, we're gonna have some fun with it. So and we, and we both think we know what we're talking about. So we we do, but I don't know if I, I mean, we can't even this is our third try at even starting a recording on the anchor app. So we're gonna go ahead and give this a shot. So guys, thanks for joining us. Um, I'll go ahead and get this started, Max. So uh, I'll give a little intro about myself. My, my name is Aaron Poley. I'm from Wilmington, Ohio. Uh, graduated high school 2011 or 2007 graduated college in 2011. I went to Wilmington College where I was a place kicker and Max was my teammate. I'll let him talk a little bit about that later. So we had a lot of fun together and all we ever did was talk about sports because, I mean, we're the sideline warriors. We're just sitting on the sideline talking about everything that's going on. So my two favorite things right now are sports and bourbon. So if I can have a bourbon and talk about sports like I'm doing tonight, it's a good night. So that's just a little bit about me and I'll let Max go ahead and talk about him. All right. Like AP said, I'm Max. I went to... Uh, Waynesville High School from Waynesville, Ohio. I graduated from there in 2009. I went to Wilmington College with AP for two years, and I graduated from there in 2013, uh, where I was also a place kicker. And uh, retro to popular belief, kickers do take naps at college football practices. (laughs) And also, at least at Division III schools. And they also uh, chug beers and, and eat pork chops, you know, during that, practice. That was one time, but. <laughs> Listen, we had fun. And that's also why we went four and six, one and nine, oh and 10. And one and nine with the game winning field goal by my boy, back, by my boy Max over here. So that was a good one. Um, so, yeah, like I said, we're just going to talk a little bit about sports. I'll go ahead and introduce a few of the topics we're going to talk about today. Uh, the first one, we're going to go over all the playoff games, including the most painful Browns loss I've seen this year. We're going to, Max is going to kind of harp on a little bit of what's going on in the, in the NBA world with the Harden trade. And we'll probably talk about how much we, at least me hate Kyrie Irving Uh, talk about urban Meyer and his contract. And what's weird about that. Talk about the baseball moves, including Francisco Lindor leaving the Indians. Uh, We're going to talk about Deshaun Watson and all the drama going around there. And our last topic, most important topic we're going to talk about the Mount Rushmore. Every week, we're going to do a Mount Rushmore where we name our top four players of one position, or really top four anything. I mean, it can be that. It can be our whatever top four smoking hot babes we think are, top four bourbons, top four what Mick Ultra is that Max is drinking right now. He's got a That's wedding right. coming up. So, yeah, he's got to cut the carbs. But And no, most importantly, we're going to talk about place kickers, the Mount Rushmore place kickers. Uh, and I actually threw a topic in, didn't tell you, Max, but is Philip Rivers a Hall of Famer? Ooh, breaking, a breaking news today, so good choice to add that in. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. So, all right. So, guys, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun today, and if you guys do listen, I think we'll probably have at least three people listen because, you know, we have parents, so they might give us a little love on this, and maybe one of our fiancés or wives will, will listen in. Hi- so, highly doubtful on that front, but we can hope. Yes. 
So, yeah. So we're going to go ahead and hop into this. Uh, we're talking a little bit, little bit about the NFL playoff games going on. Um, I'll go ahead, Max. I've been talking the whole time. I can let you take a little bit on this. All right. So let's, we'll just get started on the first one from this past weekend. Green Bay Packers defeat the Los Angeles Rams 32-18. to I think the, one of the biggest takeaways from that game is obviously Aaron Rodgers, 23 for 36, 296 yards, two touchdowns. Then obviously the best play of the game, you had your Aaron Rodgers moment where he winks at the safety and then throws a touchdown <laughs> to Lazard because he knew the coverage because he is the most talented quarterback of all time. I didn't say that's greatest. Not up, that, that's not up for debate. That's I didn't not say greatest. I said most talented. People are not going to like how much Max and I agree on that, but I, I 100% agree. I mean, he's a stud. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, Rams, obviously, you know, you got a quarterback with a broken thumb that got fixed two weeks ago. Uh, your backup got hurt the third play of the game the week before. Mm-hmm. And you could just see they were outmatched. Coming from California, Green Bay was snowing cold. Listen, I mean Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, he's had a great. He's got a, he had a great year. He shut down everybody, but you can't shut down Devontae Adams. You just can't. And you shit talk before the game. You're going to do that all the time. And I'm sorry, Max and I haven't talked about it. If we're allowed to cuss on this, I think we are because you know I have kids, so I have to cuss. Um, but listen, Devontae Adams, he's a beast. There's nothing else to say. Aaron Jones is carrying his way to a huge contract next year. And it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, I'm insanely excited for the, for the Rogers Brady bowl. That's basically my super bowl this year. I, I, I'm with the Browns being out. I'm a Packer fan. I I've been an Aaron Rodgers guy since day one. And it's, it's something I always look forward to whenever I, I can turn on that Fox channel and watch them during the day after usually after the Browns would lose this year, a little differently, but I'm excited for what's going to happen with them. And, Really, I mean, A-Rod going out there slinging it as usual. Uh, he gets, he got some flack, you know, not putting up the statistics the past couple of years. Well, I mean, he's our MVP this year, and, and there's no really question. nothing. Yeah, there's no debate. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with this next game. But the Rams just, you know, you feel for them. Um, I mean, I can't believe they beat Seattle, but Seattle has sucked recently. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of crazy what's going on. And go ahead, Max. Yeah, another point to make, Aaron Donald not being 100% definitely changes the Rams' whole game plan. Now, if you're Green Bay, you got to commit two to three guys to him every play. With with him being hurt, you could double, you could chip with your guard and center and go from there. So it changes, changes the whole scheme of the game for both teams at that point Absolutely. when he's not 100%. Absolutely. Uh, it's He's the ultimate playmaker. I mean, he's – I heard him on a, a recent podcast for Barstool Sports. He benches 500 pounds. You know, I mean, mo- come on. Most nose, t- nose tackles, you think old school, you think big, fat guy, 350, 400 pounds, can't really move, just kind of plugs up the holes. Aaron, Aaron Donald is just chiseled. He's a human He's a sheet specimen. of ice. Just, He's a specimen. It's insane. Yeah. No, I, and I agree with that totally. And, I mean, another thing, like, I know it was the Rams, and their offense has been, you know, decent uh, at times. They can be really good when they want to be. But, I mean, the Packers held their own out there. And 
I mean, it's, it's a different ball game next week when they have to play Godwin and Evans and Fournette and all these guys and Antonio Brown, you know, when he's not, you know, out there melting down. Uh, I mean, it's Brady at the end of the day, but I mean, I'm putting my money on Rodgers and I mean, we can talk about that more in a little bit, but yeah, I'm excited to see what happens. It's going to be interesting, um, but to say the least, uh, but I mean, I think we all expected this Packers versus Buccaneers. If you, you know, you didn't, you might have been a Saints fan, but at the end of the day, I mean, this is what we all wanted. We wanted to see, you know, the old school guys coming up and just, just you know, trying to beat the shit out of each other. It's it's crazy, old school versus young school, what we're looking at this year. That's correct. But speaking of, speaking of Aaron Donald being hurt, moving on to the next game, Lamar Jackson, the Ravens, lose 17-3 to Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Obviously, you don't want to see anybody get hurt, especially a concussion like that in the third quarter. Uh, the oddest thing for me that happened in that game was possibly the greatest kicker of all time, missing not one, but two field goals. What are the odds? Um, if you look at statistics, he is the highest percentage kicker in NFL history. So I would say uh, slim to none. Oh, I wonder if he's in the Mount Rushmore. Ooh. I don't know. Ooh, yeah, no, I mean, it was it was a crazy game. I remember watching that earlier and I was actually hanging out with my, my, my neighbor who's a Bills fan and he's from Buffalo, obviously, because, you know, Bills fans are psychos and just live in Buffalo and stay there. But and, shout out Bills, shout out Bills Mafia. Let's go. But and obviously what they did after the game was hilarious and awesome at the same time, donating a shit ton of money to the Lamar Jackson's foundation. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, for the it's something with backpacks. I forget exactly what it is. Just but. just like a few years ago with the Andy Dalton Foundation. Yes. In Cincinnati. Yeah, they donated a ton of money to that man. They're listen, they're crazy, but they're good dude. They're good people in general, but. So really, I mean, you look at this game and, and it was, I, you, the whole time you think Ravens are going to come back. Ravens are going to come back. And then, I mean, Stefan Diggs has what, eight, nine catches for over a hundred and touchdown. This guy is unstoppable this year. I know. Cause I played him in fantasy in the playoffs. All I needed was him not to get 21 points and he dropped 35. Like, cool, man. Appreciate it. But I mean, we're, it is what it is. But I mean, with, when you look at this bills team, they're well-rounded. I mean, you, you had just held Lamar Jackson to – really, Lamar Jackson and just him to three points. I mean, that guy, he, he couldn't do much. Like, that. the play calling, everything about it, they held him down. And you never would have seen that coming. I mean, the Bills are good, but it's the playoffs. And I, the Ravens were the hottest team in the football. Yeah, I think Ravens got a lot of off-season questions. Obviously, they already cut Mark Ingram this morning to give him a bit of a head start in free agency. But older running back, the way the NFL is now, who knows if he gets picked up. Who knows if he just has to sign for the veteran minimum, the way mm-hmm. the league is treating running backs now. But I think for Baltimore, they have to either deal with it, Lamar's going to be a runner, or get him some weapons and see what he can do. And maybe yeah. give him – I know it sounds crazy being one and two in the playoffs, but – Give him a year, maybe two, see where it goes. Obviously, he was an MVP last season. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, you know, that whole division, the AFC North, is flip-flopping, to say the least. And we can talk a little bit about that. I know it wasn't on our category list, but, you know, I think this podcast is going to go in many different directions now because, remind you, we had a script. We have no idea what we're doing. So, 
we're probably going to talk a little bit about that too, considering you're talking to a big Cleveland fan and me and a big Cincinnati fan with Max. So we'll probably we talk. We don't have to. We don't have to broadcast that. <laughs> not yet. Not yet until Burrow's back. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting to see what's going to happen, and uh, definitely exciting for the Bills Mafia and to have a chance. It's just so much why I wanted to see the Browns win that game, and uh, it would have been so cool to see Bills versus Browns, but I don't want to talk about that game yet. Talk about the Buccaneers and Saints. Um, obviously, Buccaneers 30-20, to 20, uh, Brady doing Brady things, and it really, I don't even, you know, we, we all, you know, that was a good game. Like, it, it was two teams that you didn't know who was going to win. They both had a great season. The worst ending, you know, for Breeze was losing to Brady and it sucks to see that happen. And, you know, we can talk all day about Brady being the goat. I mean, there's no question at this point, but nope. I mean, you see that end of the game when Breeze and him meet and hug. I mean, if you're not a football fan, I mean, yeah, I know, I know everybody hates Brady, but dude, like, come on, respect what they've done and them hugging out, man. I mean, I wasn't crying. You were crying. I mean, it was so bad. Right. You know, one of those, one of those memes where, you know, moments guys have cried in their life, you know, mm-hmm. field mm-hmm. dreams. Oh that gosh. Yeah. I know what you mean. I mean, it's, you, you see this, you see this kind of thing. And I mean, you know, the, the way the Buccaneers played in that game though, I mean, it was like, you know, they, I think they led most of the game, maybe, maybe the first quarter they didn't. Um, but I mean, you just watch that happen. And I just felt like at any time they were going to pull away. And I think it was 30 to 20 was the final. And you know, you, you feel for Drew Brees, you feel for the Saints, but I think we're going to see, and maybe I'm wrong, but we're going to see all, I mean, at least me, well, I guess both of us, Max, we grew up with this generation of quarterbacks, and you're going to mm-hmm. see a lot of them fall off either this year or next. And, I mean, who knows about Brees? But with that big injury, I feel like he has to be done. Um, I don't I don't know why he would come back. He has nothing to prove. He's, he's a immediate Hall of Famer, no questions asked. So, that was a hard one for me. Um, I was pulling for the Saints, but in my, you know, I, my heart said Saints, but my brain said Buccaneers. And, you know, they're going to get up to that that NFC championship for, you know, Brady's 4P championship game, which is stupid. So here's some, here's some crazy facts that I saw after that game. The amount of playoff wins that Tom Brady has versus the NFC, do you got to guess? First, the NFC. So he has six Super Bowl rings. So he has six there and two now. So he has eight. The um, same amount of playoff wins Drew Brees has against the NFC. <laughs> eight. <coughs> it's not fair. Like, how does that even happen? Oh, my it, gosh. That's why that's I have to play, play for the greatest coach of all time uh, for the majority of your career. Yeah, and I mean you, and you know the little parts of the game, man. I mean Brady has put his heart and soul into this game, you know, and it's it's cool to see. Uh, I'm ready for it to end. You know, I think I think most of us fans. I grew up, you know, when the Browns weren't around. I was a Dolphin fan, so it was hard for me to you know get my ass kicked all the time. And oh man, it, it I'm ready for it to end. I would I, I would hate to see him go out, you know, in a. In, in a negative way, but I don't want to see him win another one. So it's kind of like, I, I don't know what I want, but I mean, I would love to see Rogers just smoke him. I think that would be the ultimate prize, but I mean, it's, yeah, he's, he's insane. And you can't fall. And it what was the other stat, Max. It was like, he has 
double the wins in the playoffs than the than the second, second guy. Second yeah. guy, thirty two to sixteen. <clears throat> like, how does that even happen? And I mean, who was it? Joe Montana is that the second guy? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, you're talking Joe Montana. The debate was always Brady or you Montana. You mean Joe Montana? Yeah, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. <laughs> no, but seriously, the debate's always who's better, Brady or Montana. I feel like if I would have known that stat three years ago, I never would have questioned who the greatest was. You can't. I mean, that's that's stupid. You don't get that many playoff wins not being the best. Right. <clears throat> LeBron. <clears throat> But um, anyway, another, another, another day, another topic. But in that, you know, we'll, that that's when we'll have at least five followers. But um, yeah, okay. man, I mean, it's time time for the juicy game. Uh, Your right. Cl- Cleveland Browns lose 17 to 22 to. Hang on, I got to finish my bourbon there. <laughs> to the Kansas City Chiefs. And just remember, anything is possible. Oh. Why'd you go so, there? So, I'm just going to start late in the game. Third quarter, <sighs> Patrick Mahomes, not a dirty tackle, in my opinion. Goes down, yeah. concussion. Browns get the ball back, cut it, 17-22. Right there, Chiefs do nothing. Browns get the ball back. I said, holy crap, they're going to do it. And then their drive stalls after one first down. And the rest <sighs> Listen, Rashard Higgins, that was a penalty. You can't just – it's a penalty. That has to be reviewed. Oh, the you helmet, the get, helmet. You non, cannot get destroyed in your helmet. Non-reviewable penalty. penalty. But, I mean, this if this playoff game – it's just like the Des Bryant call. Like, if this playoff game doesn't show you why that play needs to be reviewable, I don't know what does. Because Dew got smoked in his helmet. You're telling me if, I, if he got hit in his shoulder – or his ribs, or his legs, anywhere else, he's not dropping that football. He's not. So, I mean, it's bullshit. Uh, But I'm not going to sit here and harp on it because me, I I mean, I grew up a Browns fan, so, you know, destined for failure. And not to mention, the Browns had a ridiculous year. I mean, my goal was 10-6 and and hopefully the playoffs, 11-5 and and a playoff win. I'll take that any any day. I, I I went to bed that night. Not as devastated as most of my friends. I was happy with the lot. I mean, it was against the, the, the Super Bowl champs, like 14 and 2. They're insane. Pretty much 15 and 1 because they benched everybody. And I mean, oh, I told Max, Max is going to have to stop me at some point. But listen, the Browns, like, I love Stefanski. He's been great all year. He's been a great coach. Coach of the year, no doubt, in my opinion. Um, I, it's hard for me to understand the end of the game decision making with the timeouts and kind of everything that was going on with the clock management, it wasn't great. But the biggest thing is, is like Henny is an eight, eight or nine year starter, 13, 14 year vet. Like he knows what he's doing. And he has right. more weapons in that four minutes. He played five, or I'm sorry, I guess two quarters, one and a half quarters. He played than he's ever had in his life. Like, it's easy to dump the ball off to Tyreek Hill and watch him run for 10 yards. It's Tyreek freaking Hill. And Right, but how many coaches have the balls to go for it? Fourth and inches, under <sighs> two minutes, uh, you don't uh, one, get it. One Browns 13. get the ball back. 
What are the odds? Yeah, and you heard Romo on that po- on that like broadcast. Oh, look at the body language. They're not gonna. They're not gonna actually do this. Like, holy and shit! You watched. You watched the Browns linebackers. They didn't think they were doing anything. No. Well, as soon as I saw, I, I think I think it might have been one of those like, hey, if you see it, go for it. And as soon as I saw their guy go right. in motion, I'm like, holy shit, they're going for it. And I mean, it was pretty much you're dead in the water. I mean, Tyreek Hill running a two yard out from that from yeah. pretty pretty much no, in the middle of the nobody field. No. nobody can guard that no not he's possible. gonna he's gonna be open and i mean denzel ward's a good corner and i'm not sure if he was on him or not but i mean whoever was on him like you can't catch up with that it's an All easy right. play and andy reed you know what he's thinking fuck it i got one super bowl i right. got one is is tyree kill a great person no is he a good wide receiver? Absolutely, yes. So, and the other the other big conflict of interest for me is, you know, you got Kareem Hunt, you got him going up against Kansas City, his old team, who he has nothing but love for, but he wants to beat the hell out of him. He had seven touches, and then Nick Chubb, who zero in the first half. Yeah, and Nick Chubb, who had granted fourteen touches, and he had you know a couple drops there, which I couldn't believe. But first off, why is he making that? That should be Kareem Hunt. But second off, like those guys combined should have at a minimum 35, 35 touches. And they had, tw- what did I say, 21. I mean, that's not even funny. Like these guys, no. you, you got you to stick with the game plan. And that was my biggest harp on Kevin Stefanski. I love him to death. I have nothing but love for the Browns. You fix that defense, we're going to the next round. There's no doubt. I mean, we're going to the, I mean, we are Super Bowl contenders if we can maintain a good a good defense because in our division, and this is, you know, I know Max, we said we're going to talk about the playoffs and move on, but we look at this division in the AFC North, you have Browns, Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. I mean, Bengals have quite frankly, the, the best quarterback in the making. You have the Steelers who really, you don't know their path. And you have the Ravens who obviously just made it in the same place as the Browns with, an amazing team and, and probably in my opinion, one of the best coaches in the NFL, if not the best. And you have the Browns who are young star studded and, you know, pretty much they're not going to lose anybody on free agency. I don't know about Olivier Vernon, which huge hit when he tore his Achilles. Right. And who knows? I mean, and that, so I want to, I think we should talk a little bit about this division, Max, unless you have anything more to say about the Browns chiefs game. Well, the one thing, one thing I was going to say about him reaching for the goal line, you saw a big mixture of guys on TV, on Twitter, saying, Coach always says, don't be the hero. Don't reach for the goal line because of that rule that's in place. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I think you got to just go out of bounds because there's plenty of time left to score. Or tuck it right there. You're at that inch line, first mm-hmm. and goal, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But right. as far as the division goes – no, you yeah. have you yeah. have Dirty Joe Burrow coming back from ACL. Depending on, you know, what happens with NFL this offseason. See if he actually gets one with, you know, pandemic, that whole thing going on. Stupid. You have the Steelers. Big Ben come back, question mark, don't know. No matter what, they still have Mike Tomlin, one of the best coaches in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And you go Baltimore Ravens. Like I said, they have some questions this offseason with their offense, what they're going to do. Defense always will be good. It's just a Baltimore thing. Then you have your Cleveland Browns. Biggest thing with them, they said they're 100% committed to Baker. 
but they're not rushing a contract extension. Sign Why? Baker Mayfield. Hang on. Hang on. Why you don't do it until after next season? You have prime examples this year. Dak Prescott, he gets hurt. Who knows how he's going to be when he comes back? Carson Wentz didn't start the last two, three games of the year for Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but he's... Jared, Jared Goff, McVay will not commit to him for crap. And you have all these guys getting overpaid because it was their turn to get paid. So what are you going to do? Are you going to pay Baker Mayfield $40 million and then in two years you lose your offensive line, which is the best part of your team? No, I mean, this is the thing, though. you got to win now. It's a win-now league. And Baker has proven himself. He has. He's, I mean, I'm not saying he's the best quarterback in the league by any means, but there's no one else out there that I'd rather have on my team that's not already locked up in a contract. And for me, like, mark my words, Max, I, I truly believe this. Baker Mayfield will be signed to a, a, a four- to five-year extension by the end of the offseason. I don't see why it's not. Um, or they'll pick up his fifth-year option, fifth year option immediately. Um, I, he won't be on the franchise tag. There's no way. I mean, he he is the heart and soul of the Browns. And, you know, these people that go out there and hate on him, it, it is what it is. I get it. Uh, I mean, he didn't have the best first half of the year. But and the bi- I think the bigger question mark is Odell Beckham Jr. And uh, I – listen. Him. Uh, trade him. If you can get defense, trade him. If not, keep him. Because you don't need to get rid of a guy like that. And you have cap space. Olivier Vernon, I'm not sure if he's coming back. That's the only question mark I have for the Browns. But you look mm-hmm. at that defense, Delpit towards Achilles in like the second or third day of practice this year. Okay, you get him back. He's pretty much, in my opinion, a guarantee to be the starting safety and a pretty damn good one. Greedy Williams, nerve pain in the shoulder. I don't know if he'll play football again. I mean, that's, that's a huge question mark. you got these guys coming out, man. You fix this defense, you lock up a couple guys in free agency, and you lock up a good draft in the first and second round, and you surround yourself with talent, even more talent than you already have, I mean, we're going to be the kings of the North. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the North, and my and this is how I, I could easily see the Steelers falling down to number four. I could, and I hope so, because, I mean, F the Steelers. That's, my, that's pretty much my motto I live by. But, yeah, and, I mean, Big Ben, who knows if he comes back or not. But even if he doesn't, like, Mason Rudolph is not that much worse than Big Ben was all year. Ben's not himself. He needs to realize that and retire. I mean, he's not there. I mean, you look at this team, I think it's I think it's Browns and Ravens in the, in the top spot. I don't know who's, who's which. I, then I think it's the Bengals, Steelers in the same kind of scenario. And I don't know enough about, you know – what's going to happen with Burrow when he'll be back. But if you guys can do what we did and and build that offensive lineup, which the way it seems like it's going to go, you're going to, you're going to make that happen because if not, I mean, you're just going to be torched. Um, But I think all all Bengals fans want to say, say to each other, Penny, for your thoughts, if we, if we don't draft an Sewell with the fifth pick, if he's there, if we don't draft him there, then you're going to have another situation like, Andrew Luck, uh, David Carr when he was in Houston. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, then we can go ahead and segue to the other guy who has had an offensive line his whole career and talk about Deshaun Watson in that situation. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I mean, I mean that's, that's one of our next topics. And Deshaun, man, you, if you didn't see this coming, you weren't paying attention. I mean, this guy goes out and – 
they trade his number one target and probably the best receiver in football, right? Deshaun Watt, Deshaun, or I'm sorry, DeAndre Hopkins. And then they signed Deshaun to a big contract. So he's thinking, okay, well, they're going to build around me. Bill O'Brien's the guy. Well, he's not. And he has no idea what he's doing, apparently. Trading away DeAndre Hopkins was a huge mistake. And it shows when he goes to a team with Kyler Murray, who's a decent quarterback, not fantastic. And he's still getting the same catches. I mean, you, it's a, in my opinion, it's a big quarterback league where these guys will go where the money is, but sometimes they won't have the results because they don't have the right guy throwing them the ball. But and DeAndre Hopkins is an animal. And to see him walk out on that – or not walk out on that team, I guess get traded from that team was mind-blowing. Like, it immediately mm-hmm. – you saw what happened, Max. I mean, I can't even, like, understand why they would do that. I mean, it's a different ball game. And then Deshaun, frustrated – so, I mean, what what do you think? What do you think is the best fit or best couple fits for him? Well, according to Vegas, as of last night, the be- team with the best odds is the Carolina Panthers to land him in a trade. But Deshaun Watson's holding on the cards. He has a no trade clause. He has to approve any trade that happens because of how it's written in his contract. The whole Miami that, thing doesn't make sense to me. No. Miami makes perfect sense to me. Will it happen? I don't know. We have because a disagreement. Did you guys hear if that? If you're the Texans, if you're the Texans, you can get Tua, big question mark, and they have your number three pick this year. Okay, we'll take that back. We'll take a number one next year, and then you know, second some other guys maybe see what happens there. They have some of the most draft capital. Another team you have to look at are the New York Jets, who I believe have the second highest odds to land him. Hmm. You know, you get a get a new head coach who, I guess, it has a lot of uh, players in the NFL behind him wanting him to be successful. Then you have the trade asset of Sam Darnold and the number two overall pick. Okay, okay, I don't hate that one as much as I I look Miami doesn't make sense because two is too young two hasn't given enough it hasn't had enough opportunity I don't think and he's looked pretty good he hasn't looked great but he's looked pretty good enough I think he's looked good enough where Flores isn't going to do that now it's hard to say because Deshaun is Deshaun I mean he's a top five six quarterback in the league so do it just depends on what the Dolphins see there but I mean, they have to be pondering it, but I just don't. I don't so, think get that. So what? What did you say earlier? It's a win now league, right? Dolphins went. Yeah. Dolphins went ten and six, missed the playoffs. With they had to bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, no, no. The Ryan pitcher. Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzmagic. Sorry, sorry. Fitzmagic. Yeah. Had to bring in the relief pitcher to mm-hmm. bail out their rookie. Terrible they mistake, did. in my opinion. Oh, horrible, but yeah. it worked. That's the bad part. Right. So. <sighs> Right there, they already have doubts with him. But yeah. good for Deshaun. Wanting out, getting out, sounds like a terrible situation down there. They've interviewed, I think, 10, 10 guys now. And reportedly, three of them interviewed didn't have any interest in even taking a job, which is insane. There's 32 head coaches in the NFL in the world. And you got guys turning down a job. Obviously, something's going on. Yeah. I mean, I get him wanting to leave. I would have wanted to leave too. Um, the win now league, I, I get it. I mean, I think they definitely want to win now. The hard part is that division, other than the Bills, is falling apart. 
So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know what they want to do now if the Jets got him. I uh, that would be horrible give, for them. Give Bill, give Bill a real off season. They had three guys starters on their defense opt out in New England. They'll get three starters back, not even having to sign them. Yeah. Patri- Patriots will have ten wins next year. No, then, I don't. I don't disagree with that. I just. I don't know about with Cam Newton. I mean, he just – he looked rough on the edges. But, yeah, the offseason thing has to play into perspective there. But, um, uh, you know where I think he needs to go, and this is – I mean, this has to go into his no-trade clause, and that's the thing. I think he wants to stay in the South. I think he likes that warm weather. But, I mean, I could see the Colts. I mean, that that, that makes a lot of sense because it's the Colts. It's a good, good team. And, I mean, they they have a lot of pieces – there already now depending on what ty hilton does but i mean i could easily see a big receiver end up going there odell beckham so i don't know man um we'll see what happens it'll be interesting but uh, i mean i'm gonna be you know i think that'll be another topic we'll touch on later because deshaun is a beast and i would like to see him you know have a team around him for once I mean, he's really – him and DeAndre ran that team. He's not even a running mm-hmm. back. I mean, Duke Johnson and Carlos Hyde are dec- – no, Carlos Hyde's on Seattle now. Um, right. I forget who the backup was there. But, oh, David Johnson. Yeah, David, yeah, Johnson. David Do- Johnson, who they traded for. Yeah. And Duke Johnson. So yeah. yeah D. I mean, Johnson and D. Johnson. Decent. But I don't know, man. Like, for me, like, when you have a quarterback like that, you have to do a better job. This – it reminds me a lot of Indianapolis with Andrew Luck, and that right there might shy him away. You know, like, mm-hmm. like we're going to put a decent team around you, but you have to win it for us. So – But, but I mean, it, here's, here's the big difference now. You got the best – maybe the best offensive lineman in the league in Quentin Nelson, who is an absolute psychopath when he plays the game. Then mm-hmm. you hear his interviews after the game. You're like, wait, is that the same person that you, you – when he's mic'd up, you're like, holy crap, do not mm-hmm. want to meet that guy in the back alley. No, no kidding. No kidding, man. We'll, I mean, it's, we'll see. It's going to be an interesting offseason for sure. I think it will be a lot of fun. There's a lot of big big top – big people that could be on the move. Aaron Jones is another one. Uh, I mean, it's, it's every direction you look, there's – you know, the teams could lose people. So – be interesting to see, but as we're talking about people that you know are losing stuff, let's let's go ahead and move into the next topic over here, which we're gonna stay in the NFL topic until we're done. But Urban Meyer, you know, Ohio, we're Ohio boys. Max, are you an Ohio State fan? Um, so my godfather, who is the Ohio State's all century team kicker, uh, so yes, I'm an Ohio State fan. Do I like North Carolina? Everything? Who's your godfather? I do. Tim. Tim Williams. Tim's your godfather? Tim Williams, the all-time kicker at Ohio State. Like, he's actually your godfather? Yeah. I didn't know that. Tim doesn't like yeah. me. Tim does not, but we hopefully can get, get him on the podcast <laughs> next week. Listen, Tim, I hope you listen to this. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did. Just, I love you, and I'm sorry. I don't know why you don't like me. But it's probably because I sucked at kicking and you just, I don't know, man. Sorry. But that's good to know. I didn't know that. But um, is he he better? Is he near Mount Rushmore? Don't, don't answer that. Um, we'll talk about that later. But we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna go back into this here. So Urban Meyer going to Jacksonville. Takeaways. I'll, I'll lead it off. I don't understand why a dude who has nothing to prove and has stress issues and 
all these health issues wants to coach the NFL. Now he says, I'm going to, you know, these other coaches will help me take the stress off and all this stuff. I mean, the NFL might be different because the head coach is just the image in some mm-hmm. aspects, which he will be. So Jack- I mean, Jacksonville, you're yeah. going to get him. And then, you know, unless something crazy happens, you're going to get Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick. I mean, I would imagine I would be shocked if that didn't happen, even though I don't think Lawrence is as good as what people say, but yeah, I mean, he's going to, but the, I, I just, you're taking on a one in 15 team, man. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, why not go to the Eagles where you have potential? Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. So, oh man, I just thought of like six new topics for next week when I just mentioned that. But I mean, look, I, I mean, urban, he, he's a, he's a badass. He can do whatever the hell he wants, but I don't understand it in that aspect. I think, you know, for a dude that I think he misses coaching obviously, but I mean, he had a good gig going. He was making a shit ton of money being a broadcaster. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if he wants to do it, you know, he's, he's obviously the kind of guy who you want to see now uh, it's a different ball game. And I think it's hard for these NFL guys to gain respect for people. So urban Meyer going in there is a little different because I think he already has that respect. I think, Walking into any NFL we'll organization, see. yeah, so, I mean, yeah, you know, will. some players see they'll see, you know, college kids going to come in, he's going to try to treat us like college kids, and I mean, those that's the farthest thing from the truth. For but you have an organization like Jacksonville, where you're probably going to have a lot of young guys that need some guidance. Yeah. Whereas you go to a team that has some established veterans, and you know, totally different. But real quick, quick break. North Carolina won tonight, 80-73 over Wake Forest. Just all that come across. Let's go. I mean, every year we got championship mindset. I don't know about this year, but hopefully. Um, hey, start start three freshmen. Roy has never done that in his entire career, but we'll save that for another time. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, er, listen, Urban, is a, is a, he's a good coach. And he knows he knows how to he knows how to rally the troops. Um, I, I just you know for me these N, these NCAA guys going to the NFL a lot of the time it doesn't work. In my opinion, if Nick Saban can't work in the NFL, I'm not quite sure how. But but Nick Saban was only 15 and 17 in two years. Yeah, I know, but he you could tell he didn't I mean, like it's it. It's not terrible. Like right, he but, just didn't like it. I, that's the thing. Like, why would Urban like it? Why would you want to go to the? I mean. Granted, you're going to sunny Jacksonville, and if you don't like it, you can just piece the hell out. So, yeah, he's already made the money. It's not, not about money, and he obviously will be able to go back whatever the hell he wants to to broadcast. So he doesn't yeah, have a lot. They'll to take lose. him back in. They'll take him back in. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a lot to lose. I just don't understand why putting that all out there. I don't like a goal of his, but I don't know. Like, I just think I think there were a lot of good coaches out there. Um, one pet peeve of mine while we're talking about coaches is why I don't understand why people in the NFL, like offensive coordinators, suddenly get big jobs. Like Kansas City's offensive coordinator is like a hot topic right now to go coach the NFL. And it makes zero sense to me because he has Patrick Mahomes. He's not doing anything. He's putting together a few plays for his entire squad. Like it doesn't make sense. Like like Adam Gates so, with Denver. So here you go. Here you go. This This will make sense for you. So, watch Pro Football Talk every morning. Mike Florio, Chris Sims. Florio made a point that has been gaining steam as 
NFL is hiring coaches that do you want to hire a defensive coordinator who's going to hire the best offensive assistant on whatever team, whoever he's close to, that offensive assistant comes in, has the best offense in the NFL, leaves two years later. NFL front offices are now looking and thinking about that. Hmm, I want to hire an offensive coach because I won't lose him in two years. Yeah. Because defense just, you know, isn't the thing anymore. No. It's not. But I don't care. I'm old school. Defense will always win you championships. Mm -hmm. There's not one team left in the playoffs that has a crap defense. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, I mean, you look at it all around. I mean, that's that's a fact. So, you know what? We'll we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I think – I just don't like those kind of coordinators. And you saw San Francisco's defensive coordinator, who's been basically a legend for the past few years there, got got the head coaching gig. And, I mean, good for him. He deserved it. He really did. And, I mean, it's with the Jets, so who knows what will happen. But um, I'm excited for him. And, I mean, uh, someone needs to turn that damn Jets organization around. I mean, shit, they've been bad since Pennington. (laughs) I mean, that's – I mean, well, I'm sorry. I guess – I think think they need – the Sanchez, yeah, Mark Sanchez. But I mean, that was two, all two straight AFC championships. All, but all I think, I think Woody Johnson, uh, serving uh, for uh, former president, the last four years he was in the UK. So the Jets owner's coming back, and I'm sure he's going to have a lot of questions. And I bet he landed in New York probably in the last few hours. So. That church, that stuff is going to change there in New York. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Are we ever Woody Johnson? Or we don't talk politics on here, do we? No, we do not. Okay, okay. so make sure. I think the I see. Like this is the problem. Like my my bourbon's empty. You had a beer, so it lasts longer. And now I need to like decide: Do I walk down to my basement and get more bourbon, or do I just man up and just not drink more? I think I gotta walk down there. But anyways, back on topic here. Um. So yeah, I mean. We're gonna move on, Urban. We'll see what happens. Best, best of, best of luck, to Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville yeah. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. Good for, good, good for him. I'm gonna let you kind of handle this NBA to start out, so I can walk down and and handle my alcoholic beverages. But, um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, so we're gonna break out. You know, obviously there's a lot of stuff going on. The Harden trade happened. Uh, NBA's, you know, off to a, a normal start. Thank goodness. Uh, just a few postponements, but um, yeah, Max, what do we got? So, as of today, talking about that, a uh, few games got postponed for tomorrow, so that means they're up to 16 postponements. Now, they have contingency plans. You know, if it gets to a point, already talked with Disney, the bubble is an option again, but you know, it's got to be rough on rough on players being away from their family like that being in a bubble, uh, being by themselves in a room. Yeah. Got to be rough. So, fingers crossed it doesn't come to that again. But as far as, you know, big thing in the NBA, obviously James Harden gets what he wants, gets out of Houston. I think it's best for both sides at that point. Once you have a situation that is that toxic, you know, he wants out. He comes in out of shape, comes in, leaves, 
you know, video pops up him at a strip club in Houston. What do you mean? No mask. He's having a few cheeseburgers. Right. So the, the good meme, if anybody, you know, watches WWE, they kept putting Mark Henry in a James Harden jersey. And I mean, it, it was pretty close. <laughs> That's hilarious. Mark Henry, the world's strongest man. Yeah. If anybody wants to look him up. But, you know, so breakdown of the trade per Adrian Wojnarowski. ESPN. So the Nets get Harden, Harden and a second round pick from the Cavs. Ended up being a four-team deal. The Rockets get Victor Oladipo, Dante Exum, and Brodinus Kirkitz from the Nets, which I don't believe he's actually playing yet. I believe he's still in Europe. He's a big name, household name. And the Rockets, I will go to the Pacers first. The Pacers get Karis LeVert and a 2023 second round pick from the Rockets. Cavs get Jarrett Allen from the Nets. A great get for them. Mm-hmm. Young, 20 years old, tall, athletic. And Torrey and Prince from the Nets. Also, I think, good get for the Cavs. Yeah. And the Rockets, absolutely clean house. They get Brooklyn's three unprotected first-round draft picks in 2022, <laughs> 2024, and 2026. Plus, they're going to swap picks. It's if the Nets have a higher pick in 2021, 2023, and 2025. Oh, and 2027. Also, they're going to get Milwaukee's 2022 first-round pick from the Cavs. So Cavs actually lose a first-round pick there, but, you know, they pick up Jared Allen. And what, that so, was Milwaukee's first-round pick. So Correct. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's – well, I mean, come on. Like, who won the trade? Like it's, it's, so, you're basically gonna have the the Oklahoma City Thunder and Houston Rockets picking the top four for the next eight years. Yeah, I mean, with all the assets they both have. This goes into the what, what, what have you done for me lately? Um, yeah. As one of my good buddies always says, and uh, Brooklyn has to win this year or next, or it's a fail. And they've been uh, the thing that confuses me is they did this already. When they went and got Garnett and Pierce, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong; those guys are older. I get it, but and you have a good chance now. You have Harden, you have Durant, and you have the biggest baby of all time. So, who's a good? Who's actually a pretty good football or basketball player? So, can they win it all? Absolutely, they definitely can. But will they? That's a different. That's a di- completely different topic. When you see these trades happen, typically it takes a year at least. So, are, I mean. And they're all in. They have to be, or this is over. But, but you got you got to look at it this way: Kevin Durant, James Harden, they played four seasons together in Oklahoma City. Five. I mean, they've played together already. So you got you got to look at that. So the X factor is Kyrie. Well, is he, does he want to be there? Does he want to play? You got a first year head coach in Steve Nash. Granted, he put together a great assistant staff bringing in his old coach, Mike D'Antoni. So you have James Harden's head coach from last year, who Harden didn't want the Rockets to get rid of. Mm -hmm. So he's reunited there. So I I think KD and Harden are going to average their numbers. Obviously, Harden's first two games had a triple-double and then a double-double and a big win over the Bucks, who have to be the favorite in the East still because you just don't know about Kyrie. So even though the trade is about James Harden and Houston, if you want to talk about the Nets, 
and you can't say who won the trade. You, you won't know that for four years. Yeah, I mean, obviously, until after you, the Rockets spend any picks. Currently, right now, there's no doubt the Nets won the trade. They got the top three player in basketball, top four, I guess maybe. There's, I mean, they already have Durant, they have Kyrie, but my biggest question is Kyrie had a hard time being the number two on his own team. Well, at least he didn't show it until okay. after the season. Okay, best best one I saw. So you had this meme. Kyrie had a hard time being Robin to LeBron's Batman, right? And now he's Alfred to Batman and Robin of uh, Harden and Durant. Yeah, but I thought that But was Alfred hard. is the man. I mean, if he's Michael Caine. That's true. Whatever, but, I mean, can he be the man? Michael Caine? Michael Caine. In every, every movie for 20 straight years. <laughs> But I mean, it, it's 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 a big question mark, and I mean, I, I I mean, listen, Kyrie had the shot. I'll always respect that shot. But the way he left Cleveland was so babyish. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Whatever. Maybe he wants to be his own person. Then he goes to Boston, does the same shit. He's a baby. And then now he's in Brooklyn. I mean, who knows? I just I can't figure this dude out. It feels like everywhere he goes, he causes controversy. So I'm anxious to see what but, happens. But you have him doing stuff. He. He basically paid for the WNBA players who wanted to sit out. He bought George Floyd's family a house. He donated how much money to a food bank in New York. I mean, I think he's just a person that needs to, you know, figure some stuff out. Yeah. Maybe he's always going to have the basketball needs to wait. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he's always going to have that against him where, you know, no matter what he does, he's always going to be seen as a baby. Don't get me wrong. These guys all do great things for their communities, and it's fantastic. I'd love to see it. So I'm anxious to see what he does in the basketball court. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm a Braun guy. It's hard to say because I didn't want to go to L.A. I did not expect him to stay in Cleveland. So it wasn't like, a, you know. He came to my Los Angeles Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for him to, to see what happens. Um, it, it's going to be a weird, weird and crazy year. But it, I mean, uh, personally, I think Harden and Durant could be enough. It just depends on if they can do it. But uh, it's it's different getting through the East and getting through the West. So that's probably why Harden wanted to go to the East. So it'll be it'll be crazy. But yep. I'm excited. LeBron, LeBron, LeBron is in the East. Everybody goes to the West. LeBron goes to the West. Everyone goes. You to the have East. to beat LeBron. It's just like beating Brady. Like people can talk shit as right. much as they want about about LeBron and everything he does, <clears throat> but guess what? You, you're scared of him until he leaves. He's the most uh, absurd thirty six year old you're ever going to see play basketball. People don't do that at thirty six. So yeah, I mean you got to beat LeBron. Period. And if you're lucky to get to the finals, let alone beat him. So, I mean, Giannis has already seen that path a little bit when he was in the East with LeBron. So, yeah, I mean. We're, we're going to we're gonna practice this because you're going to have to say his name a few more times. Ready? Giannis. Giannis. Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. What? That was close. It's close. Antetokounmpo. All right, we're going to move on. <laughs> Listen, that second bird hit me a little harder than I thought it was. But, so again, old I'm the, elk, I'm um, the NBA guy. Yeah. I'm the NBA guy. We'll move on. Hopefully, you filled that that bourbon back up. Move on to MLB offseason. Hopefully we'll not. Keep this, we'll keep this short until the baseball season actually starts. Yeah, but we're gonna keep because it, short, it involved right. 
your Cleveland are they, are they just the Cleveland baseball team? Yep. Um, right now? Uh, uh, they're going to be the they Cleveland don't have Indians, a Indians for the rest of my life. Listen, I have one thing to say and only one thing to say about everything, and it's Pat Dolan, if you're listening, which I'm sure you, you're definitely going to listen to this extremely popular podcast, um, sell the team. So I have to say. We're done. Baseball's over. No, it's not. Uh, Frankie left. Frankie didn't leave. Frankie wanted to be in Cleveland. They wouldn't make it work with him. Um, and no, he wasn't asking more than he deserved, but small market teams, you know, they don't, they don't get it done. So see, like, I can't even talk about it. I just get upset, but listen, so he gets traded to focus on the trade. I don't want to talk about it. We went to the Met, Steve Cohen, big trade. Good job, man. Congratulations. Um, I have no idea any of the players we got. Uh, they're all no names. We also traded Cookie Carrasco. I didn't hate that. He's been a little overrated the past few years. Um, okay, we're gonna go full. Drop that. Drop that contract. Yeah, we're gonna go full Indians here. Okay, so Brad Hand's gone. Um, Michael Brantley, who has not been an Indian for a couple of years, but he's my favorite baseball player of all time. He signed a, again with the Astros after a little controversy. He thought they thought he was gonna sign with Toronto. He signed a couple of years, thirty-two million back with the Astros. But George Springer did leave, went to Toronto. So yeah, I mean it's already kind of showing out to be a pretty interesting off season. Um, like I said, Brad Hand, he's leaving the Indians. Um, they basically said they're not going to sign him again. So basically the tribe, or I'm sorry, the Cleveland baseball team, whatever you want to call them, they're down to Jose Ramirez, who is making nothing compared to what he should be making, and Shane Bieber, a Cy Young winner, who I'm assuming is on the trading block, because if they're going to do it, why not do it all? So, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be an interesting off season for my boys, but I'm pissed off about it. I think a lot of my friends know how I feel because Frankie will go down, mark my words, as the best shortstop to ever play baseball. So he's going to be the best. I mean, he's – hey, listen. Oh, Barry, Lo- Barry Okay, Larkin? calm down, Larkin. Get out of here. Um, you, you look at his – I mean, Larkin was great. Don't get me wrong. But you look at Frankie's glove the best if not one of the best you look at his bat you know solid insanely good hitter hits for power he's the motivation of every team he will and i mean i don't know if the big market will affect him or not i don't think so but he was the heart and soul of the indians so it was we knew it was coming as indians fans we knew you know it was going to get he was going to leave um i got a couple buddies zach and mike and jake they all know how i feel and breaks my heart to even mention man but uh, it happened. We're going to move on, um, and we're going to suck for a few years. It's going to be fantastic. But off to the rest of baseball. Um, nothing. So, so a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Uh, National League Central. Reds, you know, uh, we're in a fire cell. Now, we traded our closer, who has not even been that great of a closer for a couple Hold of on, years. Hold on, remind me. Who, Drop. who are the Reds? Yeah. <laughs> We might, we might make the playoffs. Hey, it's a new decade. Mm-hmm. Might make the playoffs. But not many moves. Cubs, quiet. Cardinals, quiet. Pirates, train wreck. Um, Yankees, no big splashes ah, yet. Corey Kluber. Yeah, that's right. But, I mean, um, he's past his prime, so we'll see how that works out. But all the big free agent guys in baseball was last summer. Yeah. And then they're going to have the whole CBA probably blow up in their face again. And, you know, baseball baseball needs to get their crap together and figure out the CBA thing and 
do what take a take a note from NBA and Adam Silver and keep keep the players happy. Yeah. I mean there's got to be salary cap, in my opinion. But well, I mean, my biggest question in the off free in this free agency is what's going to happen with you know the outage that's happening. You know, the Bauer outage. What's he going to do, Trevor Bauer? Where's he going to go? Uh, I mean, I know the Yankees did resign DJ LeMahieu. That was a big signing. I'll take him back in Cincinnati, but I don't think it's happening. Yep, uh, Stroman is back with the Mets, so that's nothing crazy there. But yeah, I mean, Trevor, who knows what he's going to do? He's always been a big dude with. You know, his head, and he doesn't want to ever sign a big contracts or I'm sorry, a long term contract. So he's going to sign a one or two year deal again. So, but I mean, you mm-hmm. look at this, you look at the free agent market, it's not what it used to be. I mean, you got Justin Turner for LA. I'm, a, I'm assuming he goes back. Um, yep. I mean, Tanaka with the Yankees, with them picking up Kluber, who knows? Uh, Jackie Bradley, who is probably one of the worst hitters, but best fielders you're ever going to see. Nelson Cruz, who's like, I don't know, 40 years old. Um, Still hitting dingers. Still hitting dingers. Um, my big question is Didi Gregorius. I mean, what is he going to do? I mean, he's a fantastic shortstop. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of question marks. Brad Hand, who was uh, the Indians' closer, you know, obviously they're letting him walk because why would they keep anyone who's halfway decent? So they're letting him walk. So I've heard Yankees with him. I've heard a couple other places. So, yeah, baseball is kind of up in the air right now. So just not as big of a free agent market as usual. So we'll see how that turns out. But uh, the biggest one, George Springer, leaving Houston, going to Toronto. So I think he wanted to get out of that mess. I think that was probably his mindset the whole time. And uh, excited for him and Bauer to see where they go. I'm sorry, to see where Bauer goes. We know where Springer's going. Um, so, I mean, it's 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 interesting, but it's not as interesting as the usual offseason. So, It'll be it'll be fun to watch. That's all I gotta say about it. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this as close to an hour as we can every week. Obviously, first week we're ramming a little bit, but every week, like AP said, we're gonna have a Mount Rushmore. Since we were both college place kickers, and I don't know if you punt in a game. I punt in a game. I threw a touchdown pass. Uh, I didn't punt. Yeah. So did you guys? Did ever, hold on, hold on, let's the, hype on that for a second. I threw a touchdown pass. Okay, what you punted in a college game? Yeah, yeah. What? One, one time, one time, one and done. Wow. That's what I would say. All right, so um, I, I want to tell you how I want to do this. I'll tell you if I agree. If you agree, Mount Rushmore kickers top four. I'll name my four. You name your four. Then I'll go three. You go. Then we'll swap. Actually, you go three. I'll go three. We'll go that way. Now, we're not doing it where we can't each have the same people, um, but I guarantee you we won't. Uh, we might have maybe one or two of the same. I'm going to I'm gonna guess we're – so let's just go. I'm going to guess we're going to have two of the same. Two? I, Justin I, Tucker, Adam Vinatieri. Yes. Vin, okay. well, I, I had a tie for four, so I'm actually – I have five this time. But that's okay. Um, so, all right. So, you, name, all right, you go ahead. Who's your number four? Number four. Four, and in no particular order. I think you have to have Lou Groves on here, Mount Rushmore. You just have to. I mean, you have the best kicker in college football award named after him. He played for twenty-one seasons for hey your Cleveland Browns. That's right. Nine nine Pro Bowls, first team All Pro four times. Which I don't care about Pro Bowls. First off, let's just. Get throw that out there. Mm-hmm. All pro team is the one that matters. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, he did have a low percentage, but he played from 1946 to 67. So just putting that out there, different times. And he's only one of four kickers in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I uh, I agree with that. Uh, there's pretty much no question on that. So I'm not going to talk about where he's at on my list, but I will say he's on my list. But so right now I have a tie for four um, with the man, Adam Vinatieri. Um, and yeah, Max, he's my number four, not my number one, two, but Jesus. I know, I know. Come Listen, on. I go longevity for him. And, okay. And, and, That's, all right, why? why? Go ahead. Okay. All right. So hear me out. Listen, I get it. He's longevity. He's a great kicker and career rates, you know, success rates. He's, he's fantastic. Like you can't argue with how good he's been. Um, I, I still get upset not looking at him as a Patriot. He was a stud. But, uh, I mean, Super Bowl champion um, as many times as Brady was when he was there. So three or four, I think actually four, because I think he won with the, the, the Colts as well. But, um, yeah, I mean, he was an awesome kicker. It was great to see him do everything that he did. Uh, my tie with him, you're not going to like this, is Matt Stover. Um, and and yeah. I, I – Well, Baltimore Raven, Matt Stover. Yeah, well, he was the Cleveland Brown before that, so calm down. But, but um, you think of him as a Raven. Yeah, I mean, I think of him as a Brown. But he was with the Browns before they ended up, you know, fire sailing because of, oh, my God, don't even get me started on that. Um, but he was with the Giants. Oh, you mean you mean the year they had the greatest coach in NFL history and then they got rid of the franchise? Anyways, before I was rudely interrupted by my co-host here. Um, no, yeah, I, I look at Stover as a badass. I mean, he was another guy who, who – he was a kicker into his forties. He was just, his longevity was insane. Um, I know PATs are a little different back then, but his, he basically never missed uh, over 83% field goal percentage, just a beast all around. So I'll go to number three. Uh, I'm going to do this real quick because Max kind of touched on him, but my number three is 100% without a doubt with Groza. Um, I mean, you can't not have him on your list, especially if you're a Cleveland Brown fan. I mean, he's, he's just outstanding. I mean, he was like Max named all of his accolades. He's just an absolute beast. So, uh, love love having him as a Brown. I uh, appreciate everything he did for us, even though I was, you know, not even born. I was actually 21 years short of ever even being alive for watching him one of his kicks. So, right. yeah. But, all right, Max, who is your number three? So, this one was tough, but I kind of based it just off statistics a little bit. And I went with Morton Anderson. I, I get it. Okay. Um, jumped around a lot. Saints, Falcons, Giants, Chiefs, Vikings. Uh, Seven-time Pro Bowler, first-team All-Pro three times. Also one of four kickers in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Points-wise, I think he's still top five, like, ever. And that's, that's the thing people don't understand about kickers and points. Quarterbacks don't get points for their touchdowns. The receiver gets the points. So they get points for their rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So when you'll go look at stats for NFL all-time scoring leaders, you'll see a whole bunch of kickers up there with running backs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I think he's still top five. May have changed. Been retired for a while now. But Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. So so I'll go I'll go number two. And this is this is open ended because he's still not done. But my number two is Justin Tucker. 
I mean, it's when you have someone on your sideline who's just an absolute weapon, you get over the 50, okay, three points, we're good. I mean, you can't not say he's one of the greatest ever. And I can't can't fault him for his last playoff game with that win. I mean, it was crazy. So he now, because of Benetieri's last two struggle years in in Indianapolis, he has the highest career percentage um, pre this season. Uh, He's 89.8% of his kicks. Um, Again, pre this season, he had never missed an extra point until this year. Obviously, extra point got moved back. Now a 33-yard field goal. Um, he's only been all pro twice. Don't get that one. He didn't miss an extra and point until this year. Uh, no. I thought he missed one last year. Last year they moved it back. Uh, so okay, I got you. First year moving it back. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, he's my number two. Uh, so your number two. Is... I like it. Um, I'm gonna stick with. Uh... I'm going to stick with short and sweet here because we're kind of touching on all the same guys here. So Justin Tucker is my number two as well. Um, obviously, same reasons, just an uh, absolute beast. He, uh, let's, confused who the heck your number one is going to be. Let's be. But I have an idea. I have an let's, idea. You know you don't. Let's, let's be real here. Justin Tucker is my, my true number one. But I'm going to go with my number one kicker. Of, can, I, can I guess? Yes. Can I guess? Phil Phil fucking Dawson. <laughs> There is no other kicker that matters in NFL history, and I will give you every reason why. Uh, Phil Dawson is a Cleveland Brown till it's over, and I don't care if he kicked for the Cardinals. I do not care at all. Phil Dawson is the best kicker in the NFL of all time. Don't at me on that. He is he, the man. He didn't only kick for the Cardinals, right? He kicked for the 49ers, too. Was the 49ers? I think so. Yeah, 49ers. So I don't even know what team he went oh, to and, after that. And Cardinals. Did he go? I thought he went to the Cardinals. And Cardinals. Okay, so he Sorry. went to the 49ers but, too. But, but listen, Dawson is the man. He is the MVP of the Browns of all time. He came back when he retired and signed a day contract with the Browns to retire with them because we had a slogan, hashtag, bring back Phil, the best kicker of all time, a Phil, a Dawson. And that's all I have to say about that. Who's your number one, Max? So I wonder. So Adam ben, Adam Vinatieri is my number one. So we'll throw stats out there, then we can, then we can talk. So obviously Patriots, three-time Super Bowl champion. Colts, one-time Super Bowl champion. Three-time Pro Bowler. He's in New England. He's not going to get Pro Bowl votes. First team All Pro three times. Uh, pre Indianapolis days. Pre last. Sorry. Pre-last two years of Indy, before he should have retired. Sorry, Adam. 84.3% of his field goals. And, top of the off, he kicked a game-winning field goal and not one, but two Super Bowls. Listen, if you who does if you that? have a gray beard when you retire from football, you're the greatest of ever right. of all time. Like, he's in my list, don't get me wrong, but you can't be a both hold off him. Sorry. Max, just and th- this just shows you why Phil Dawson is my greatest of all time. Max isn't even a Browns fan, and he knew immediately. And 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 remind you guys, here's a fun fact, just a little sideline note. Max and I have not seen each other in over six years. 
So God, I know it's crazy. He's he's down he's down in Waynesville. I moved to Westerville by Columbus, and you know schedules. We've I, personally I've had three little boys um, running around who have you know obviously caused a conflict of interest where I haven't been able to do as much. Um, been blessed with all of those boys, and you know Max, he has work going on, and he's about to get married, and you know we we just had a lot of issues getting together. We have tried. Don't worry, my podcast followers of you know between six and fourteen million. I'm not sure where we'll be after tonight. Um, but listen, I mean, Phil Dawson's the man and that's all there is to it. But Max, uh, we're trying to keep, we're going to close this out here. Um, Max, what, what are we going to talk about next week? So next week we are going to touch on obviously the playoff game from this weekend at championship Sunday. Hopefully Patrick Mahomes gets to play against the bills. And then you got the battle of the greatest of all time and the most skilled quarterback of all time for the NFC championship. Uh, we're going to touch on MLB again, a little hot stove league. Uh, I'll do the NBA recap. AP will do the MLB recap. And then, you know, anything else that happens in the sports world in the next week. Uh, next week, we are going to touch on our love for North Carolina. And we will finish next week with the Mount Rushmore of Hunter Hunters in the NFL. Hey Max. Because yes, who's your who, we're no, I'm like I'm not gonna yes. ask him. I was gonna say who's your best punter? Who's your favorite punter? But hey, quick question for you. We didn't talk about this. We have we have to cover this. Who's in the Super Bowl? Make your picks. Now we're not oh I guess we have to it's championship Sunday. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go so we're basing this off of if Mahomes plays. Yes, if Mahomes plays, okay. we'll do. Yes, if Mahomes Mahomes plays, Chiefs versus Packers. Mahomes doesn't play Bills Packers, but I am going one hundred and ten percent Bills Packers. Bills, no matter no matter what. what, they are. I think they are the hottest team. Going into the playoffs, obviously still in the playoffs. You got a young guy, Josh Allen, still has a lot to prove. And with the Packers, I think Aaron Rodgers has a bad taste in his mouth when the Bucks messed their whole season up earlier this year and just kind of beat the beat. 38 to 10. Yeah, it was bad, but the whole time it was just a weird game. And I still feel yeah. like, I, I don't know, I mean – Brady can have all the weapons he wants, but if he's going to get pass rushed, and I just I don't have a lot of confidence in that. And I, I know Brady can get rid of the ball quick. Don't get me wrong, but I think the Packers secondary can hold their own, and I think A. Rod is going to have something to prove. And I don't, I just don't see for I don't see Brady beating Breeze and Rodgers back to back. I just don't. I mean, he's. And uh, and but you got you got to look at you got to look at if uh, and huge if already he's so he beats Taylor Heineke you know no name mm-hmm. he beats Drew Brees and then he has the potential to beat Aaron Rodgers and then maybe Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. I mean if he wins if anyone had a question before he's obviously you know six and zero in Super Bowls mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. No, six, six, and two. Yeah, I'm saying six and zero. Lost, yeah. lost, lost to Eli twice. Is that it? 
Man, maybe three. Hmm, maybe three. Well, we'll stat check that one. But you got to look at that big if. Wow. Well, you know what? I think I think I think Arrow's going to get there, and we'll see what happens. Um, another topic for later will be: Is this Brady's last year? My personal opinion. I mean, I I always want to say yes because I want him to be over. But I mean, can you imagine Rivers, possibly Roethlisberger, Breeze, and Brady all being done this year? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean. Those are four quarterbacks we grew up with. Now, I'm okay with Rossberger being gone. I mean, he needs to. Rivers, he couldn't even throw a Hail Mary from the 45-yard line into the end zone. Later, bro. Right. Um, Brady and Breeze, I still think they have life. But, I mean, Breeze especially. I don't mean if he retires, I don't think. I mean, I think the injuries will be the reason why and he doesn't need to make any more money. He's already won a Super Bowl. No. But, yeah. yeah. Something we can talk about another week. Hey, listen to everyone who is listening to this, you know, far and wide across the United States or even the two or three people that are going to listen. We can get we can get Costas to listen in Greek. There we go. Costas. Make it, make it international. Costas. Let's go. Hey, listen, guys, we appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, we're excited to keep this rolling. It's something we've wanted to do for a while, and – not only does it keep our friendship going, but, you know, we hope you guys enjoy the content. Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, please throw it at us. Other than, you know, hey, stop sucking because, you know, we're going to get better at that anyways. And I'm going to learn how to use these little tools where we can make funny noises and music and stuff throughout these podcasts. But, hey, thanks, guys. And then then you say like and subscribe to yeah all the extra points. Yeah, like and subscribe to all the extra points. And other than that, guys, we will talk to you next week.